the Swoosh Life Podcast. Season 2. Yo, 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 welcome back. Swoosh Life Podcast. All right, we're just getting right into it. Episode 19, overall number 34. It's US Open Week. We got no time to waste. Banger of an episode coming out. I'm coming out hot at the gates. Gentlemen, I have a rant to start us off. We're not even going around the room. I'm just going straight into a rant because it happened today. Do it. Do it. Are you okay with this? Are you okay with this? Let's start this episode off hot. Let's go. All right, here we go. So I played in the Jim and Julie Bayheim Foundation tournament today. It was a lot of fun out at Adunio, out at Turning Stone. It's always a good time. We had a long drive guy. They had a, a golf ball cannon. A lot of fun. Um, and some good prizes. And we can talk after about what was actually given out. Because um, I don't want to throw anything under the bus because it was really awesome time. However, we played uh, Scramble Shamble. So it was nine holes of Scramble, nine holes of Shamble, two team, you know, best two scores count. You play your ball, you hit one, and then you play your ball in. What's, what's been your guys' best score in a shamble, scramble, whatever? You played on a team. What's been the, what's the lowest score you've maybe ever seen in one of those? Because some people can go with like 54, right? Like they can shoot 18 under, they, you know, all that stuff. I get that. What, what's the lowest that you guys have seen? Uh, lowest I ever shot was probably a 14 or 15 under, maybe. Yeah. But the winning score was 18, 19, yeah. something. 18, 19. Matt, how about you? What have you seen? Are you, so do you guys give strokes to based on handicap? There was in the shamble. There were strokes. Yes. But okay, because I've got – yeah. Go ahead. Well, the highest you can only have is a 30 for a handicap. So the highest you can only get is, you know, 15 on nine – so you can only double up on a bunch, like on a couple holes, you know what I mean? So, okay, but go ahead. Yeah, I've seen, yeah, I've seen. So you uh, you guys have heard my story. We won with two under at Cog Hill, the world's most honest outing ever. <laughs> Definitely got pencil whipped one time, uh, world's great, uh, biggest golf outing that they do with the Billy Casper thing. Uh, we came in at like 15 under and we lost to somebody that was like 22 under. And you know, it's always dudes wearing jeans. Sorry, no offense. The dudes were wearing <laughs> jeans and you, you know the dude that I'm talking about. Uh, they definitely got ball retrievers in their bag. So sorry to stereotype. Uh, and then I did an outing, the one that I organized, we did do it with handicaps. However, we had somebody that I know was a scratch golfer at one point, took four years off. And he came in with a fresh new handicap of like 30 plus and carried his mom and grandmother to like a 22 under. So that's some of the, some of the crazy stuff that happens. Okay, 22 under is reasonable. You can get a couple of eagles. You could pay for something, you know, a couple of holes to, like, play. You can get through strokes. 25 was third place today. Impossible. Impossible. You want to know what's impossible? The winning score was 34 under, which means that they shot – a 38. It is two shots a hole. How? You shot a four, a 17 on every on each side. Sleazy 
MFers playing in these events. I don't get it. I'm trying to do the math. I'm trying to do the math. Like maybe because you have two like bad on the shambles. So you get a lot of things and they played really well that you could get like every single player under, but like that means you're getting a two on a five. Like that means you made a four on every single five or a Eagle for a net one on every single five. Like average is 2.1 a whole to equal out to 38. I was it does not add up. It doesn't, and I trust the guys at Adunio to like put together because they did all the scoring and everything like that. And there were little dots on the card. And so I think maybe they thought they were stroking on that hole on the scramble part, but it was no, there was no um, handicap on the scramble part. And I just think that they wrote down a score that was, I was like, 34 is impossible. And everyone kind of just laughed it off and like, ha ha ha. And even they come like, like joked about them like cheating and the guys that walked in were just like you know that they didn't they weren't like scratch golfers that are shooting this they were just like i i can't even describe it without being mean okay so did they did they do the kim jong-il where uh kim jong-il told the people in north korea he shot a 34 on 18 holes but the they suspect that it was actually the plus one the plus two like he was just counting the bogeys as one <laughs> double bogeys as I, two. I, I have no idea because you had to write down you had an official scores guy write down but i just and everyone kind of just like like oh my god cool and then like i just really started thinking about it and i was like this is impossible and and look we probably shot 17 under which is really good really great for like a shamble. I think we were 12 under under the shamble. Then we were four under on the scramble. Like I'm happy with that. Like really we played well. We had a fun time. That's all that matters truthfully. But I just, it just rubbed me the wrong way. Like it's all for charity too. And like the, normally the people that win the skins give it right back. Normally people that win, like give it back too. like our company paid for it. Like we're lucky to go like, it's a thousand dollars a head to play in this tournament. Four thousand dollars a team. A team. Wow. And so, like, yeah, if you ponied up the money and then you like won the money for winning the tournament, then sure. But like a lot of players play because they're sponsored by their company. You know what right. I mean? So then the like, company kind of gives it back for donations and, and all that stuff. It's all for charity. But these guys just like took it, ran, and they were out the building. Like of course they did. Did, so, any, did anybody did, did that team get an ace too and win a car and leave I, in the no, car? There was no, there was no aces or anything like that. Like, I don't know. And so that was today. That's my rant. I'll tell you about the rest of the weekend after this, but I had to get that out. I had to get that out. We're starting us open week. Oh, hot. Welcome back to the podcast after a week off. <laughs> We are right out the gate. So we are refreshed. Woo, here we Don't go. Uh, rock. Matt, tell us about your weekend because Keith and I played together. You were missing out, man. You're missing out. But tell us about your weekend. Tell us about your week off. How are you doing? I was I was missing out. Uh really cool to see you guys on the gram there doing your thing. Yeah, I got to play. And remember when we talked about you know you have that good front nine, the good back nine, and it brings you back, even mm-hmm. if you have a horrible. So I had an awesome front nine on Friday. I actually drove a green and eagled it. 
with a three wood. Damn. Very, very wind aided. As you know, the Midwest has been very windy, very hot as of late. So I got an Eagle and it's amazing. I'm feeling good. And the back nine just fell apart. So (laughs) it, it, it wasn't until I got to dinner and got some food in me that I started to feel better. So definitely always need that, that good back nine. So Keith, I know you played with Mr. Gumby. What kind of insights can you give us about the Gumby game, the Gumby golf? <laughs> it's the alive Gumby and game, well. The Gumby game, hope everybody's doing good out there, but the Gumby game is coming around with the new irons and the new driver. Uh, the driver? Not today. Yeah. Driver was um, great today. New irons, not today. I'm not exaggerating, Keith. When I tell you guys, I had 12 shanks today on the course. Wow. You 12. had zero on Sunday. 12. It was bad. Wait. Your driver was working great on Sunday as well, though. Too. And it worked. Yeah, it's, I've I have figured that out, which is great. Yep. So yeah, he's but got a beautiful man. He's got a beautiful course over right down the road from his house. Uh, great course, middle of nowhere, kind of, and nice and quiet. And the members are like really nice there and everything. It was a it was a great day, great time. You know, a couple of days before it was supposed to storm or get some thunder showers in the morning nothing happened did anything happen later that night gumby a little bit of rain but nothing crazy yeah we made it it was beautiful uh my cousin uh, tagged along he was right actually right by gumby which was great so it was the three of us um it got hot out we walked we drank a lot of water a couple of bloody marys we needed those right right gumby yeah from the (laughs) night before too i was i was pretty lost in the sauce the night before from another tournament that we played there and I was just sweating booze the whole round. Like it wasn't that hot that morning. I wore pants somehow for some reason and I was just pouring it out. It was my, uh, my whoop told me that my recovery was 15. Like if anyone knows whoops, that's bad. That's real bad. So uh, yeah, it was, it was a, it was a fun time. Keith, let me tell you guys about Keith's game too, because Keith showed up to the course I don't talk too much about my games. Yeah, and I'm going to talk about it for you, okay? He showed up to the course, never seen it, never played it. Uh, A little bit of insights here and there for me on, like, where to hit, where to not hit. We hit three drives in a row, like one, two, three on hole one. Perfect ball, straight down the middle, right in the fairway. Um, And that pretty much continued the whole round. Dude shot a 75, his first round out blind like at a hard course. I was telling a couple of the members, they're like, what? He did what his first time out here? Like on these greens? Like all that stuff? Like the greens are tough. God damn, man. It was great shooting. Like you only had one blow up hole, I think. One blow up. Hole. And that then you double. birdied 18. Like from off the green, birdied 18 with a putt. Like just and also his putting yips are not that bad. He was he was making it out to seem a lot worse. It's it is shaky. Yes. But it's still a very good stroke. Where this is where our debate was like, do you break everything down just because you're shaky? Or are you shaky and you can still put everything in the hole? You know? That's so, what we determined. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a lot of fun. Um, we can't wait to do it with you, Matt, in the future. Yeah. We'll all get all three of us will get out there. Anyone else that wants to join as well, we'll have a good time. But yeah, it was a good weekend, good break for us. Um Lots of stuff has happened. We're going to talk about, I don't even give it its full name. I don't even recognize it as its full name. I talk about the LIV. I know that's not even the right name, but that's why we'll talk about the LIV. I won't beat it to a dead horse because we're already at that with media, with players. We're already at dead horse stage. We're turning it into glue now. Like, let's let's not. So we're not going to do that too much. 
We're going to talk about the lobster drops. I'm wearing my lobster visor from Sugarloaf here. Shout out Sugarloaf on the pod tonight um, because none of the stuff has dropped yet as of Tuesday night. So hopefully big day tomorrow, Wednesday, when you guys are listening to this, you'll also be reminded to go uh, to NDC, Nike.com, pick up your lobster drop. So hopefully it drops tomorrow. Um, I wish we had a code to give you guys. That would be awesome, but we don't. So we'll talk about lobster drop, what we think is coming, what we know is coming. Um, and we'll get into U.S. Open stuff, all of that stuff. It's going to be an awesome, awesome episode. U.S. Open week at Brookline, at the Country Club in Massachusetts. Guys, you know what I did the other night? I watched a movie. You know what movie I watched? Matt's laughing. Oh. Matt knows. Uh, the, the whole Francis We May thing? Yeah, that would be the greatest yeah. game ever played. Played. Yeah, I never saw it. Uh, Disney Plus. Give me the Cliff Notes. Yeah, give me the Cliff Notes. I... No, Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. My brother loves that dude. I'm not a fan of that dude. Uh, I'm sorry if you're filming Transformers, you get caught shoplifting at a Walgreens in downtown Chicago. Like, come on, dude. Like, wait in line like everybody else. All right? Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, I think this was before. I think this was post. This was post... um, what I what is it? Even Stevens? Transformers? No, even Stevens. Oh. So it's Pose Even Stevens right before Transformers, I think. Um, fun movie. Talking about Vardon. Uh, we met's been brought up a lot this week because his house was right across from Brookline. Um, and then the, they actually brought out the clubs I was watching live from yesterday. They brought out the clubs that he used that he got from Eddie. And Eddie was the caddy in it. And so that's pretty um, cool as well. So just kind of cool to see like history kind of coming back. I know it's the first one since 1988 at, um, I believe, at Country Club. So, and I'm a New England guy. So just kind of seeing it in Boston and seeing like some of the sites, obviously the lobster stuff I'm, I'm loving. Um, that's cool. So if you guys are, you know, listening to this on a Wednesday or even Thursday morning, you have already watched coverage or getting ready for it. You got a Disney Plus subscription. Go on, watch the greatest game ever played. Get yourself acclimated with the 1926 course that was, um, you know, the the country club back then. So I think they filmed it there. I don't actually know. Probably not, but whatever. I That's also, what I watched. Yeah, I totally forgot that the Ryder Cup was there in 99 as well. Yeah, with yeah. the gross shirts, right? That's what the yeah. super ugly... You don't like, or you don't like those, those shorts? They were like, they were frames, weren't they? Were those Leonard pulled out that long-ass putt. Yeah, he did. Yeah. It's like only one of like four Ryder Cups they've won in the last like 30 years, right? So we'll see how that goes. Who knows about Ryder Cup stuff in the future? Because we won't have a team to field with all these guys going to play in LIV golf. So. We might get the call up, boys. We might get the call up. So let's talk briefly about LIV golf. We watched it last week. Um, Matt, give me some of your takeaways on 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 last week and what you thought of it, and and some of the new names that we've seen appear and and everything going over there. I know this is going to sound like a cop out, but it's going to be indicative of how I feel. Did not watch one minute of it. Perfect. I said I had no interest in it. I have no interest in the players. Maybe if Tiger went, maybe. Um, I know there's rumors that maybe a Nike person or two might end up eventually going. I don't believe them until I see them. 
but yeah, there's no interest in me uh, just because I know the background on it. And I'm just one of those people. And I can't, I can't divorce the ideas behind it and the people. I just can't. I just cannot. So that, that's where I'm at. Keith, and I don't judge anybody. And here's the thing. I do not judge you if you want to watch it. If you want to watch it and you're like, yeah, go get your money, dudes. And, you know, go do your thing and take care of yourselves. I'm cool with that, too. It's just not for me. Yeah. Yeah, Keith, yeah I'm with you. I, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but JT kind of said it best. I don't like saying that word, JT, because he's... <laughs> He's yeah. boys with my boy, and I don't, you know, he's, he's going to be boys with both of our boys now yeah. too, with Rory and with Tiger. Yeah. So I'm hugging out. That's another thing too. I didn't like that hug at the end of that at Rory's uh, Rory's victory either. But I am on JT's side about what he kind of said. It's like we all have our own opinions and everything like that, and we can all we're all individuals, and we can all go do what is best for ourselves or our family. I, Yes, some of them are doing that. Some of them are not doing that, I think. Yes. And that's just my opinion, you know, but they're doing their own thing. and I can't control what they do. Um, I did put the uh, live on for an hour right when it started at nine o'clock in the uh, Eastern time here for an hour. And then I turned it off. It was just, it was enough. I saw Phil spraying the ball every which way, you know, just having a good old time. Um, DJ looked like he was just out there just playing a, you know, round of golf, nothing much going on. There were fans there, um, did watch it through YouTube, the coverage, not the best. I don't think it was an HD, you know, you know, 1080 HD or whatever nowadays, like on YouTube, whatever's going on. But, um, I turned it off after an hour. It wasn't, you know, the shotgun start, big whoop. You know, they're all getting done in a timely manner, and you know, and the day is over, and then they move on to day two. But, you know, I really didn't watch it that much to look at the format or watch, you know, the, what team is leading after after today. I didn't check it at all. So, it give me give me the majors, give me, you know, the, the popular PGA Tours and give us the, the top guys. And that's what the PGA Tour is going to, I think, keep around. Yeah. Yeah, my, my last around. thing is I like I like two things. I like what Rom said, and I like what Dustin Johnson said. Dustin Johnson, actually, people are like, oh, well, what are you going to do with the money? He's like, are you, what are you going to do with all that free time? Enjoy myself. I don't care, right? Like, okay, cool. Like, I'll give him credit. He's being honest. He's kind of being honest and being him. But Rom, I think, said it also best that it means something to win at Torrey Pines where Tiger Woods won. It yeah. means something to win at Bay Hill. It means something to win the Memorial, to win somebody's tournament. So for him, that's why he wanted to stay with the PGA tour. Uh, how are you feeling about it? Gumby? Did you watch? Did watch, um, a little bit of it. I, I did like kind of what he said and, and I turned it on. Um, I like the graphics. That's it. <laughs> I think like, it's cool. It's EPL style. Like that's kind of their like thing. It's, you know, kind of catchy. They got like this, like top leaderboard always going on, but it kind of shrinks the screen size um but they talked about it that this is going to change game of golf forever and how they were broadcasting how they were doing things like all of that stuff i didn't i didn't see that like you're playing a different game like yes um but 
like that was that was it like there was nothing to me that was like they didn't have like ridiculous broadcasts even like the caddies are supposed to be mic'd you're supposed to getting all this conversation you didn't you you got a couple of it just as you get on the pga tour um shotgun start you only get four hours of golf like i know that's kind of like now you're just watching like a baseball game but people like if you're trying to be like the nfl to bring a different league and bring more eyes like people like red zone because it's all of these games showing all the scoring all this stuff they still were had to like catch up to show people scoring they didn't show like every single shot in a minute like that happened like and there's all these no names on there that are going to get replaced real soon in their own teams like i can kind of get on board with the team format because i like college golf and that's what it is it's college golf right you're doing a a team event and an individual event that's college golf cool that's what you've done but that's it and um i just i hate the riff i hate drama i hate conflict and that's what's become is that you're just it's just a riff between people i've heard the story of like of um spief saying hi to billy but not to nah and gooch you know like on the range like obviously Rory and JT are spearheading the charge from the PGA tour side um, with things. And like you said about Rom's comment, this was Rory's comment, putting your name on trophies that have legends on them. That's something money can't buy. And that's also true. Um, So I don't know. I know everyone has said it's, you know, I I appreciate DJ. If he's going to say it's about the money, I don't care if it's about money. That's it. Like Bryson, I think, said it's a business. At least he's honest about it. Right. If it's a business decision and you want to go for money, say that. That's why I had a huge problem with Phil's presser the other day, Monday, because he walked, he did not touch it. He wouldn't touch anything with it. And it's like, you're on the charter as a founding member that created most of this stuff. And you won't talk about your employer now? Like... Come on, man. You know, so that's where I just have a hard uh, time with it. But yeah, we're not going to beat it to a dead horse. I think we've already done it. And I, and I just got one question, though. Yeah. I do have one question for you guys. All right. Let's say Gummy and Keith are on the PGA Tour, right? And I, one thing I do like, I do like the shotgun start because we've said in the past, sometimes players get screwed by weather. I, that way, was the only like other thing. Yep, they mentioned that on the broadcast. And I was like, that's true. I didn't think about that. So. I, I kind of like that. That okay, and we've talked about it before. Where like Tiger's ending his round and all that stuff, right? But uh, okay, so these guys have taken their money. They've gone. You two have stayed at the PGA Tour. These guys all say, "Well, you know, I kind of still want to, you know, have my cake and eat it too. I want my two hundred mil. I want my hundred mil. But I also want to play PGA events. Do you guys? Would you guys let them still play on the PGA Tour, or is it your debt? No, you're they gone. broke the rules. They knew what was happening. They broke the rules around. That's my assumption and that's that's monahan's thing too there's no path back for them there's no um tour for them to like join they've lost they've surrendered their card which means you can't make it on the pga tour unless you win another event you can't get into another event with sponsorship like exemption that's out you can't play on the corn ferry so you can't work your way up to get it so that's out so you're never going to play on the pga tour even as a lifetime member you've been kicked off like Sorry, that's your choice. You know, it's a business decision. It's a business. Keith, do you agree? Keith, are you going the same way before we go to break? 
Keith has forgot to unmute himself on the mystery of Zoom halfway through the pandemic or two years into the pandemic as we record this podcast. Keith, are you there now? Hello, guys. How are you? <laughs> yes, I'm here. I'm unmuted. I totally forgot what I was going to say. Oh, Matt, when you asked the question, I was kind of like up in the air about it. Like, yeah, you know, I maybe I would, but Gumby nailed it on the head with everything. Like, you earned that right to be on the PJ tour and now you've lost it. You know, I don't know if all the full, full slap on the, on the wrists are out from the PJ tour and, and Jim Monahan. So I don't, but I don't want them back on my tour. I don't, they're going to be able to play the majors, you know, so far, except for maybe the PGA championship. I'm still up in the air. If that's, I know that's the, it's the PGA, but do they have their own rules? It's just they're separate. They're separate entities. But yeah. I mean, to your point, as long as the world golf rankings still have them eligible, right? Yes. So I'm 100 percent with Gumby. Do not come back. Don't. I also think that we're. I know there's unlimited money here. So there's last two points before we go to break. Like I said, I know there's unlimited money. Isn't there better things to do with unlimited money than watch people play golf? I like golf, but like, isn't there a little bit? I don't know. And at some point in time, unlimited money only gets you somewhere. You would have to make it lucrative. You're giving out free tickets. You have no TV deal, anything like that. Like at some point in time, the, the, the bell will tip, you know? Um, So that's really, really intriguing to me to see where that goes. And it's also going to be really funny if, if the world golf rankings deny them as a tour, because then they will not be earning any points. They would have to go to some other tour, which I don't know what they would be allowed to go to because I'm pretty sure the DP world tour, the Euro, the Euro tour is also on the side of the PGA tour um, because then they would not be able to play majors really ever again after the next two years, because their world rankings would have dropped so low after not playing extension and vent that they wouldn't be qualified for anything other than ones they've already currently won, which would only be about five people, I believe, um, with like the masters. So really. Yeah. So yeah. And, and I'm still waiting for one of these jerks to say, you know what? I got my 200 mil. I'm taking 20 mil and opening a school, like get, do something good with this money that you're taking. Right. So yeah, I totally agree with you guys. And, and I, I also want to call out one last thing. Because Graham McDowell keeps online, and I just want to call one thing out because he keeps saying that every country has its cross to bear. Let me tell you something, pal. This is not the PGA Tour brought to you by the CIA. All right. This is not the PGA Tour brought to you by the FBI. Has America not always the greatest things? Yes, absolutely. But we don't directly, our government does not directly sponsor the PGA Tour. So it's totally, totally different. Either way, I'm kind of done with it. You guys say good riddance. Don't come back to those guys, but we want you to come back right after this break. And we are back. I think that was that might have been the smoothest transition that we've ever hit into our break. So unbelievable job there by Matt. All right. Wash it fresh. We're after the break. Let's get into the good stuff. Let's get into the good stuff, boys. Lobster. The lobsters I hear. I'm going to talk in my main accent the rest of the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because 
man, oh, man, the lobsters are here. And I cannot believe it at all. Like, we, these beauties out here are something else. They're wicked, wicked good. Wicked good, boys. All um, right, so we've got, we've got four releases that we got to rank. We got to rank the 90, the Infinity Tour, the Jordan 12, and we'll do the T-shirt. I don't know. Do you guys want to rank the Victory Tour 2 that Rory's wearing? Because as of right now, it's not on Nike.com. Do you guys think it's, it's going to release? I, I don't know. I like it. So I think we can I like it. I like it. I'm gonna throw I'd rather it not put the T-shirt in there yet because I, I, I like the T-shirt. That's not going to be what I buy. I know we've seen that there could be a, a hat. A couple. We know there's polos, right? Like we've seen Rory rocking the polos. There's shorts for the women. I thought there were going to be shorts for the men as well, but I haven't seen those yet either. So we will see. Um, but yeah, 90s, um, you know, red outsole, blue um, swoosh. I love the little tag. I love the little red and white striped uh, heel. Um, and then you have the coral like little reef um, kind of blue on it. You can actually see that the color scheme is influenced by our, um new moniker for today's episode as well our new logo for today's episode and for this week on instagram so and then you gotta throw a little orange in there too with some, a couple of swooshes on the bottom um and you see that on everything the next percent um and the zoom victory we don't see it in the jordan would you have wanted to see it in the jordan before we get it ranked uh so PC Skywalker mentioned that it the Jordan is the one that seems to not fit in the theme. Uh, and I'd love to get this part off before we get in there is that as a Jordan fan growing up, the Jordan seven, he wore with the dream team, Barcelona Olympics. It was a couple of years later, we got Olympic sixes. That's my favorite six of all time. The Olympic six, then Carmine's then Oreos. So I was hoping for a USA themed Jordan 12. I really was hoping for red, white, and blue. Uh, shout out PC Skywalker for saying it doesn't really fit. It looks like they're going like they didn't go full Travis Scott tonal dusty desert vibes. Yeah. And this again, this is where I think my conspiracy theory, this is just my conspiracy theory, not knowing anything. I think that they are one major late on these releases. I feel like the Masters release felt like a player's championship release. The PGA release didn't really fit anything. They went with the laser and the royal blue, which is our, one of our favorites so far. So I'm not knocking that one. This kind of is like, this would have been good for like Tulsa tumbleweed kind of dusty old West. It could even fit in the open championship, like a pea coat, like a trench coat. Yep. It just doesn't. I, I agree. It doesn't fit the theme. Yeah. Now Man, you don't like, uh, you don't like your sail color. <laughs> so much sail. Sail. I, I was, come on. Look, this is we're a happy Boston, episode. We're going to Boston Habo with the sail. Color. <laughs> I had an eagle. Listen, don't make me. <laughs> Don't make me Chicago this thing because I will fight both of you off with my Chicago accent. I drove a green with the three wood. I got the eagle. I'm feeling good this weekend. Not letting anything bring me down because, yes, I, I yeah, if you wanted to be negative about it, you could say this thing looks just like it doesn't have the gold bottom. It looks just like a shoe they already did. I, that, that's where I was just like, huh? Like I just, when it came out, I was like, huh? What? So, yeah, I don't know. Which the 12 might be, might be. And I know, I think next episode after the major, I would really like us to rank the current lineup because all of us have pretty much played in all of the shoes that are out here. 
Jordan might be the best golf shoe they make right now, the Jordan 12. Yeah, I um, I wish that I could get the taxis. I think those would be like, it wasn't a big thing. And when I first saw them, I was like, mm. and now I had nobody that has them, seen them out there. I was like, and I've heard they are just a dream, like better than anything else and whatnot. And I played, I played in the ADG4 today. I love the ADG4. I'm loving it so far. It's really nice. It's clean. And I knew I was playing a pristine course, so I could wear them, you know. Uh, but, but yeah, I just, um, I don't know. About uh, uh, the 90s, 90s were, like, people don't necessarily like this look either. We've seen a couple people um, call it out that it's not great. Like, they're passing on it, which I was like, hmm, I, I – I don't know why, because I don't know if it's that coral, like the teal in it. I don't know if it's not, but for me, how is this not us open? Like, how is it you're mixing in East coast summer vibes with red, white, and blue, like all of it in there. It's a beach, like all this stuff all together. Like this shoe will forever be on my foot on 4th of July weekend. Like, because it's just perfect for that. It has all of it. Like I've got AM ones up in the corner here in red and white. Like I wear those on things. I, even the ADG four white and blues would, would be a great shoe to wear, but that's like all I got. Now I'm going to get these ones. And I'm like, these are perfect. Like Labor Day, Memorial Day, all that stuff where you kind of get a little bit patriotic, like playing a red, white, and blue tournament at your club or red, white, and blue, you know, like it's all there. Um, so for me, and I said this to, to I think TF Kicks with Chris, like said that it, he would pass on them. Right. And I was like, like, these are the concepts that you're sort of making, right. They made one. Um, and then I said, for me, from a guy from Maine who loves golf and my grandfather was a lobsterman. There's no, there's no doubter, you know, and that's why I love all this other lobster stuff that they're dropping. Um, my wife and I have, forever use the friends line in our relationship you're my lobster we had lobster on our wedding logo we've had you know we have lobster buoy um all that stuff that connects my family heritage with just like our love of, of things and and she loved when we first went to maine together for our first like thing we're going back in july you know as another like baby moon sort of thing so um it's a big part of who I am, big part of my relationship, all that stuff. So I'm all in on it, you know, no matter what it looked like, it, it's cool. So that's just me personally. And I, I do a lot of things personally, do a lot of things loyally to just kind of tie back to live stuff and, and whatnot. Like we are all loyalists that if we were on the PGA tour, we'd probably stay on the PGA tour and people would be like, well, why there's money to be made. Yeah. There's probably money to be made too. If we don't have a, nike based golf podcast but that's what we have we're hanging on to something that we were loyal to so very long may that they may not, may not be loyal to us anymore because they've changed the way they do things but like sometimes we're loyal to a fault you know and, and maybe that's what i am to lobster and to to doing new england i don't know keith absolutely holy crap that was good did you have that all written out ready to go no, because if I had it right now, I would have stumbled over my words. I'm better from, I shoot from the gun. I shoot from the mind. I'm just better. 
I hear. It. I'm good when I talk in my head, but when the words come out of my mouth, <laughs> definitely not. It's in my head. I sound so good in my head. The '90s Gumby, I'm with you. The more and more you talk about them, and the you know, the more we look at them and stuff, I love it. I love that the '90s and the the next percents and possibly the victory tours have the boat key yeah. tag. The boat key is un- unreal touch. They did a great job with the colors to tie it into the New England colors of lobster, the harbor, anything Boston area, North, you know, New England area. But being on the lake my whole life since I was a baby up in the Adirondacks and everything like that, we've always had a boat and that boat key on the shoes is just like a great touch to it. And I love it. Um, I know we're probably going to rank these, but um, I'm with you. I love the nineties. I love the next percents too. So I'm up in the air. I don't know which one. It's, it's true. That I want that I want to It's tough because I like the, the bottoms of both the zoom and the next percent have the lobster and the actual lobster icon. That is the swoosh, which I think is really cool. You don't get that on the 90. I almost wish they would have, you know, how we talked about um, the insole with the road on the, on that. I wish those would have been the insoles for the 90. That would have been really, really nice to have that. Um, And then it would have been a no brainer. So that I I am going to miss out on that when I get the 90. Um, But that's okay. Like no one's looking at the bottom of your feet unless you're taking photos every single time that you pose on it, you know, so but, and they get dirty. They get dirty. I'm definitely having somebody taking pictures of the bottom of my feet. <laughs> I know. I know. Matt, what do you, what do you think with, about the nineties? Yeah. As a non Northeasterner and somebody who does enjoy lobster. And I understand that that's kind of like the regional history. It's a really good nod to history. Uh, however, is lobster more of a main thing? And not really a Boston thing. You know, should we be talking more chowda? Should we be talking Paul Revere like Taylor Mead is doing and making um, British players, making people from the UK, uh, you know, sign the Declaration of Independence or have it on their darn, <laughs> on their darn bag? I, I don't know. Uh, honestly, I kudos to Nike. Like, this is where I wanted to stay positive because yeah. I think they executed two themes really well. And I think whenever you have uh, kind of like these these bright, bold colors that clash, right? So like we've all seen red, white, and blue shoes before. We've never really seen them with a mint seafoam bottom like on the 90s, right? Uh, you got the red mudguard on the 90s, which is nice. Red toe cap on the next percent. Red heel on the Victory Tour 2. That's the one that I would pick, but it sounds like it's not the one that's going to come out. So I think kudos to Nike. Super awesome. Really did a nice job. And again, nailed it with the icons. Whoever's designing these icons this year. Seriously. Man. Give me a pin set of all these Nikons and just sell it for 35 bucks on Nike. I'm buying it. I'm buying it because it's so cool. Like, I, I don't like the T-shirts. Like, I really, I'm wearing one right now. I'm wearing the Picnic, the Nike one. Golf Picnic one. You guys can see it's okay it's not great like it's not as cheap as i think the other like one like was that you guys kind of had because i i felt those in the store and the sublimation on it was not like great all that stuff but like 
I don't know, having a, like lobster on the back of the shirt too. It's just kind of funny. Um, it's a little cringe. It's a little, like, it's a little much, right? But like they, they, they got the Nike swoosh into it with Nike into the actual lobster and then the claws. Like it's just too good. It's too good with the picnic basket and the Arnold Palmer and all of that stuff. Like they're just, again, they did pins for like the masters and they've done pins. Like they just bought the 50 pin for, for that were given out at the outlets. Cause no one had them left and we, we missed out. Um, and I got it on eBay, but I'm like, give me a whole pin set and sell it. And I like, they're good. They're really good. And people love pins and they, they would sell, you know? So um, great point, Matt. Cause that was those, the icons have been on point. And I, now I just want to see it. Like I, I <laughs> I have enough hats. It would be kitschy to even get it on a hat, you know, like all over, kind of like the the flying hands or whatever it was from Wingfoot, right? They did the flying feet, and they had that all over a hat that Brooks wore and and everything. Keith, I actually think you're wearing that that Nike stacked hat that was the same it's the year, best hat right? or whatever. Um, but yeah, Brooks wore that at Beth Page and yeah. a couple other places. Yeah. So, but it has you know lobsters so i'm i'm in i really like the polo i saw it on rory it looks good and i like really want to see the shorts come out you know and then they've kind of got the floral with the bucket and i'm interested in that but i i don't know how i would look in a bucket i'm i'm rocking a visor and i don't even know if i can rock this i did it today in the thing i was right also but no, that visor crown, looks solid high crown visors are different though you know when you have a high crown versus a low crown like it's different so but yeah, hey, I, I know this visor are... with all my other stuff that Nike's doing with lobsters, you know? Just lobster by the way, by the way I, I can't do the high visor and I can't do the low visor because the hairline's receding just a little bit, guys. <laughs> I need a mid. I know people don't like Jordan mids. I need a mid visor. So I just, I agree, Matt. They just knocked it out of the park. Like, I really, I love the little, the mincy foam. I know you're not going to get... Maine's never going to host a major. Let them have it. Maine has just been always called, as a former Mainer, Mainer uh, Maine's always just been called North Boston. So <laughs> North Massachusetts. Like, I'm fine with it, you know? So, um, and when I was in Boston earlier this year, we went to a show and to the aquarium, like, we did get a lobster roll. We did get a lobster roll there. So sitting right on the beach. So, I, I mean... I don't know. One of those things. I, I enjoy it. I do. I do like the other concepts that they've come up with. I've seen. Um, but man, how cool does tailor-made stuff look, though? Just as a side. I know we're not in a tailor-made golf club. I can't say that. Why not? It I'm looks cool. I, I I really like the bag. The staff bag is. Under- something like. Have you seen Callaway's bag? I think I saw Rom Rock and Callaway's bag. It's just like. Paul Revere printed on it in like light blue 8,000 different times. It's like, that's not, it's not, that's not what people want. People like the story. That's what made also Nike so good for so long is there was a story. There's always been a story and I'm playing golf 12 of the next 16 days, like between league and other things. I think it's the biggest stretch. I'm going back to those Nike days and I'm telling a story every single time I post. I'm telling the story because it's the best time of the year, too. Don't sleep on summer is back. Next week, next Tuesday, when we, we're going to probably uh, record on Monday so we can play on Tuesday. But next Tuesday, 
Oh, no, Monday's a holiday. I don't know yet. But next Tuesday, longest day of the year. Get out there and play. Get out there at five. Shut the course down at nine. Go. Sorry, rant. I'm ranting. I'm all over the place today. I told you guys I was coming in fired all right, up. Let's rank these things. Still fired up. I'm a one. Let's go with the Jordan 12. We're going to go with the Jordan 12 first. We'll go Jordan 12 out of five, first. Right? Out of five. Yeah, yeah we're going to go one out of five tumbleweeds. Keith first. Yeah. <laughs> this is a Jordan shoe if I ever got, but not in this colorway. I would wear it. I, I really like it. Besides my AG, ADG fours, um, I would definitely wear the twelves. I'll give it a three point two um, for the shoe. I will. I like it's it. Not bad. I like it. I don't. I wish it was different colors. I wish there was some red, white, and blue in there just for the US theme. But uh, they switched it up a little bit. Three point two. I'll give it. Gumby, what do you have? Um. Yeah, I think it's more of like a two point seven for me. It's just a little bit lower. I'm tired of sales, just like everyone else. I don't, there's no connection for me to the story. And I just told you, I just want a story. So it just hit me. It just hit me. What if it's Declaration of Independence? Maybe it's the color of uh, National Treasure, right? Isn't that what Nick Cage was chasing in that movie? Yeah, maybe it's the color of the paper. Maybe that's what they were doing. They, they didn't go full Travis Scott. They just said, hey, we'll, we'll go after this. Pretty old document here. All right, cool. So next up, uh, we're gonna. Wait, skip you didn't rank I it. Think... I know you're up, Matt. I'm going. Really skip Yeah, it. I'm. I'm going three one. I'm going three one. I can see the people who like lighter colored, uh, who like those cream colors. Maybe the the one with the gold was a little too flashy for them. Uh, I like the way this kind of does blend together. It's it's just not for me. Just not a huge one for me. So I'm gonna go. Uh, yeah, three, what did I say? Three one. I think three, three one is about right. Yeah, yeah. So we'll go next to. We're gonna skip the shirt. I think it's a good on premise shirt. Um, I think Gumby, you did a good job kind of describing our feelings on the shirt. We'll yeah. go with the Infinity Tour next. Infinity Tour with the clear bottom and the lobster. We'll go Gumby first on this one because of the look of it, because of the lobster and the actual lobster on that clear bottom. Um, and truthfully, that heel, that heel tag with like the red and white stripe, that just screams like New England to me too. Um, I like this, guys. We forgot one large detail on these shoes. They look wet, like they look wet, and it's not like just the photo of them. It's the actual like way that they paint them and show them and all that stuff um and i just think that's a huge awesome little detail so uh next percent i'm uh, i'm a four one i'm a four one on those this is the one i'll probably hopefully snag up when they come available because i know what gumby's going after the 90s um and i, I think do- we could all get each the different shoe like if the, awesome. if the victory tour comes out we think matt's going to get that I'm going to get the 90 and you're going to get the next percent. We're all going to be able to wear the same colorway, but in a completely different model one day. And that would be amazing to be a hundred percent. That's going to take his flyer miles flying to Syracuse. We're going to go to turning stone for one round of Duno, And then we're going to go to Beaver Meadows, Gumby's course. We'll get two rounds in with all of us wearing the red, white, and blues. I love it. I love that plan. And we'll record a live podcast for you guys too. when we're all together poolside at beaver meadows yes and if not there then at my parents house because they also have a pool 
I'm going to give this, since this is my favorite one, and plus I need a colored pair of shoes. All my shoes are black and white, so I can wear them with anything, I, any other colors I have. So I'm due for a colored shoe, and this is probably going to be it. I'm going to give this one 4.6. Going big. And I, wow. love, I love the boat tags that comes with it, too. I know. Wow. That bow tag is going, that bow tag's coming off that going right on my back. Yeah. Whole, whole year on my back. Yep. Yeah. I think I think I the Infinity Tour is probably the better shoe to play in. I love the red toe cap. Uh, I'm still like tossed up between the two. I think Infinity Tour, they did a really nice jo- job here. I think one miss though, uh, they could have done some stars and stripes in that infinity swoosh. Maybe something tie a little bit something in there going towards the back of the heel. Uh, but other other than that, I'm with you, Keith. Is a pretty strong shoe for me. I'm going to go with a four four. Four four, right? Which leaves us with the Air Max ninety. We're going to go back to Keith here. Air Max ninety. How are you feeling? What's our score on the ninety? One out of five lobsters. Gumby got me pumped for this one too. The more I look at it, I like. I'm going to give it a four point one. Big score. Good score. Good good score, Gumby. I am a four eight on these. Um, two negative points for not having lobster on them somewhere because I just think like they missed that on the inside and the insole, you know. But other than that, loving them. Big score. Yep. I, Big score. I think um, it's been a while since we had a red, white, and blue U.S. Open theme, anyways. Uh, Beth Page Black, I remember we had the Safari with the black and red, um, denim, uh, the no denim allowed we, we saw. So uh, really cool to see kind of the flag colors come back here. I'm digging it. I like it. Uh, 4.7 for me. Yeah. It is a 4.7. So really strong lineup. Good job, Nike, here. Uh, I think the majority of us are happy. Uh, the ones that aren't are pretty vocal about it, uh, but that's okay. So I think so far, best release of all the majors so far by far. And speaking of – Absolutely. Our guy Rory, by the way, I hope you guys know that I got, I'm, I'm taking the win because I had Rory the week before <laughs> yeah. so just because we, we didn't record. You had to carry over. So uh, shout out to Tony Finau finishing strong at the RBC. Shout out to Rory looking motivated uh, by Mr. Greg Norman. You know, he even said it. That we had Nick Spears was. getting our DMs. Nick Spears, oh, you guys are getting political. Rory literally said it. He's like, yeah, I, I beat the shark. I'm over the shark. He jumped the shark literally in the best way possible. How are you guys feeling going into the U.S. Open? And what is Keith's pick? <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm feeling pretty good. We can get in the pick in a couple minutes, but I know we missed last week. We, mo- we missed one of my – I know why we missed last week. Because it was in Canada, and you guys didn't want me to talk about hockey the whole time. <laughs> That's why we took the week off, right? I loved – rbc actually i we we talked while we were going to get back into it we're after something like we're after a big one the memorial rbc wouldn't be that great blah 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 rbc stood out man they canadians showed out for this the rink cool idea another new cool idea banging on the boards and stuff like that just awesome um yeah it was they showed it, and then they just let the crowd come up. I thought that was great. I thought it was great. So great tournament for that, and and they waited two years. They waited three years, right? Like 
2019 was when um, Rory last won it. So first person to like defend after like three years of like no tournament actually or whatever, you know. So that was pretty cool to see him kind of get that done too. Only, uh, all the Canadians were locked up drinking the, the Pink Whitney up there all all during the past two years. Yeah, but no Labatt Blue. Yeah, no Labatt Blue. And um, with the boards around most of the tee boxes and the uh, the volunteers wearing the referee jerseys, that was that was cool to see. That was cool. That was cool. I know they've done this over the years, but I think it was mostly during like the practice rounds. The guys would be on one of the tees and they would have a hockey net and they would shoot the pucks into the or they would try to shoot their the hockey pucks into the net. So it was pretty funny seeing a golfer trying to shoot the pucks. But there, I had my two seconds on uh, on the hockey rinks. So I think it's going to be a big week for a couple of our Nike guys uh, going into the U.S. Open. Tony playing well. Rory playing well. We have Brooks. We got Scotty Scheffler. We got uh, Harold Varner. We got Tommy. We got Alex Noren. Might be my pick. Maybe. I don't know. I might be Noren's always a I haven't made, I haven't made my decision yet. I was kind of happy that he posted a little bit on his shoes on the victory tour twos with the box too, which was pretty sharp. Yeah. Um, we have Thomas Peters and I think I named everybody there. Yeah. Um, so those are our picks. You can't ever not think about Scotty Scheffler. He's, he won there as an amateur. Um, I think back in 96 or no. Oh my God. 96 was he even born in 96. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't think so. 16 or 17. He won the amateur there. Um, I can't yeah, remember. Him and Fitzpatrick, right? Fitz, yes. Fitzpatrick won as yeah. well. Yeah. There was a bunch of guys there. Bryson was in that. Uh, a couple other guys. Um, yep. I'm feeling Rory. I don't know. He's not, if you kind of think of it and look at the way he plays, he's not, I don't think he's had a lot of back-to-back wins um, from starting weeks. Um, I'm not going to go the, the McRory route. Um, I'm up in the year, definitely. I'm, up, I'm always up in the air between Tommy and Tony. It's just, it's tough. Um, Brooks, you don't know what he's, he's coming off a of marriage. Maybe he's a ready to rock and roll, but uh I'm going to go Alex Norn for my pick. Cool. I'm feeling it. Really segment. You, you know what's funny? I, when I said Keith's pick, I was asking about your Stanley Cup pick. I wasn't asking about your, Ooh, your oh, golf pick. You want to talk hockey now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, who you got? Give it to us, Keith. Give it to yeah. us. Tampa and uh, six. They're going to go three. They're, they're going, going to go Abs and five. Oof. Wow. That's it's amazing point. what a dynasty they've built in the Gulf of Mexico there. I'm going Tampa Bay Lightning. I'm going to Tampa Bay two on one here. How many games? I love it. Uh, you know what the thing is? It, Tampa Bay always likes to kind of like go down two games and then like two, two and then in like the third period, turn it out of the, the third game. So I'll go six. I, I like your pick. Right. I like the Do you think there. we get to a seven? And I might change it. I, and it's abs and seven, but. Because I, I just I've seen that lately a lot more. I I actually think that NBA Finals are going to go to seven as well, because I do think that Boston like Celtics will will fight back, and then um, we'll see a seven in in Golden State. Um, yeah, I'm Warriors. I'm not sure seven, abs, that's my that's I got I got to support my boy out in Denver. Uh, Jason, listen in. He's he's covering it now for. 
He's, uh, I think, maybe going to Tampa to, to get some coverage to help out the station. Um, but if not, like, I just want to see him get a parade out in Denver, you know, so he'll be busy otherwise, you know, with all that. It'll be a great so. parade in Denver. Holy crap. Yeah, right. He said he got to cover uh, the Super Bowl. He was out there for the, when they had the Super Bowl, oh, I think, wow. so, um, which is pretty cool. But, um, yeah, U.S. Open – so we got Keith's pick already, and we can kind of circle back, but I kind of want to talk a little bit more about the U.S. Open. A little bit about the course. Um, we're already seeing the rough videos. We're seeing, like, I think ninth hole, and you hit a drive, and you can hit the top of that hill, and it can roll out to, into the water. Um, do you guys like this test where, where it is makes them look like fools, but makes us look, like, even crazier? Um, or do you – not like this like test of, of golf you know what i mean like because i i find it i find it really brings out the best golfers people that can drive their ball into the fairway people that can hold the green can make a putt all that stuff but sometimes carnage is like not always great too you know sometimes you like to see how they score how they don't but i don't know what are your guys thoughts i like to see that they have to fight to win this championship. It, it happens, what, once or twice a year, maybe three times where they get a course like in this type of uh, condition where the ball's rolling all over the place. I think you have to be very precise on your yardage. How far is your ball flying and how far is it, where is it landing in certain, of course, certain spots off the tee. We, we've seen the videos of the ball, you know, rolling, you know, fairway right into the thick rough then it kind of rolls through the thick rough into the, into the water. Um, the guy that's going to come out on top is going to be re- has to be really dialed in on their yardage book on how far they can hit it in a certain spot. Where can they land it? And then definitely around the greens, if you're putting and shipping well, and you have that great feel, you're going to go far, but I, I don't mind seeing this a couple times a year. It's really going to show them really going to show themselves the top player who wins this and us how much they have to go through to win a U.S. Open. Yeah. Matt. I said before that this is my second favorite major, uh, Masters being the first. The thing I like about the Masters is that there's lots of swings go either way. And the score goes back and forth, bogey, birdie, bogey, birdie. And that leaderboard changes quite a lot on the weekend because the greens are fast. Not because, you know, it's pretty forgiving off the tee. You can make some awesome recovery shots. It's not the crazy test that the U.S. Open is. I love that the U.S. Open has this character, but they have gone too far sometimes. Uh, Notably, like Chambers Bay. I know they were trying to conserve water, tell like an environmental story there. I'm still one of those guys, you know what? Hey, guess what? Let a regular tournament go brown. Uh, I want my majors lush and beautiful. I hate to say it uh, and get some water out there. The other thing too, I hate it when they lose the greens, when the greens get so bumpy and patchy. I, I, the course I played, uh, you know, where I got my Eagle and stuff like that. It, it's a well-known course here in Chicago for having great greens and they had their speed and they were bumpy. People weren't fixing their pitches, whatever the damage was. And it just, you can't make a straight putt because it's bumpy. And I would be super mad if I was playing for a couple million and a U.S. Open Championship, and I'm pissed, you know, just when it happens to me on a Friday. So I just – I don't like it when they lose the course per se, and I know it's a really delicate balance. 
I think it's cool that they do this a couple times a year. Uh, in, in fact, I'd like to see them do it a little bit more. Uh, that being said, it also makes me concerned for two guys that I really wanted to pick, which are McElroy and Fina. I'm not giving my pick yet. Uh, I love that Keith showed his hand early, but I get worried because I feel like the RBC might be a little too easy. Uh, I don't, they had some rough, although the Brookline rough, I could still see the ball in some of the ball toss videos. Usually you see it like it's swallowed up. Um, yeah. So I, I just don't want anybody to get hurt in the rough and stuff like that. So I wonder sometimes for Rory, is he, you know, is he going to stay motivated when he sees these live players out in the course? Like that'd be cool motivation for him. But yeah, it, you know, was RBC too easy? Uh, what do you think about it? Is it, is the test worthy Gumby? Do you like the test? I, I do. Um, I liked RBC's setup. I think that final day was like a little bit easier, but it, it did seem to still like be narrow. There were some different outcroppings. Like the, the biggest thing with Brookline is some of these rock outcroppings and some of these blind shots too. So it's kind of, I think the setup was, was similar, but they just was scoring a little bit like more. Um, I'm going to tip my hand here. I'm going to go with my pick. And I, I was saying like, I'm not sure I liked Rory or Tony being like close because you don't win, you know, and then you win a major the next week. Like, I don't know, except for one person did one person won a tournament on August 3rd, 2014 at the WGC Bridgestone Invitational that I was, I think I was at that one. Maybe it was at it. I'm not sure. And then the next week, he won the PGA Championship. That's Rory McIlroy. That's my pick. He won back-to-back weeks leading into a major. No one else has really done that lately. So I think history repeats itself, and he gets it done because I just think he is motivated. I think he found something. And being precise on your, like, yardages and everything, if you watch that final round, he stuck some darts, like darts in there. and so. Yeah, I might have taken that from you, Matt, but you didn't want to tip your hand, and I did. And PGA Championship in 2014, he won the previous week the WGC Bridgestone Invitational at Firestone. Firestone's again, a similar hard course. And then PGA that year um, was Valhalla. So, yeah, that's that's my pick. Well, I sound like an idiot because I said no, 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 no. Win back, back, back to back. <laughs> I heard that the other day, and it was like that's that's good enough for me. Yeah, you know? and we had to go look that up and then break break them on me. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to throw Gumby off my scent. I'm going Rory McIlroy too. Yeah. So it's a little, little drama here. I'm going with Rory's. Come on, you guys know I was going to go with Rory's. But uh, with that, you know, we're talking a little bit about the end. I do want to call out some of the feedback we got to our U.S. Open release comments yes. here. Um, okay, so Ria Eakin. Uh, great name there. Wish the ADG had released in a white tan color to match the 12. I think we all agree. The ADG 4 is a pretty unbelievable shoe. Uh, and seeing Masters versions or major release versions would be awesome. So hopefully for next year. Nike, I, I hope you're listening because I think all of us would agree ADG 4 is crazy. Uh, Swoosh F7 says, so lit. We agree. Uh, our guy, Lick Sledge. Lick Sledge. are amazing. Um, I think they are an amazing shoe to play in, and I agree that that's definitely pretty awesome. And then our guy, the Golf Groove, is with me. 
he wants the Victory Tour 2 U.S. Open. So I have seen in the past on eBay some samples float around in 13 of certain things. So even though it's not released, hopefully um, if they're stuck on a boat coming over here and, and then they have to get like secret release, uh, please somebody let me know. What was so the, those are the last, comments. What was the last time that we saw a red, white, and blue shoe? Was it a Ryder Cup a couple of years ago? Was that the last one that we've seen something like that? Yeah, even at the Ryder Cup, they had that lunar control, the vapor lunar control four that had the red bottoms for the US, blue bottoms for the European tour, and then camo, like a reflective oh, yeah, green they, army camo. Yeah. Yeah. They did, they did, they did do one, I thought, with like red and blue. I don't think they ever released it. I don't know, but maybe it was a while. Maybe it was even like eight years ago. It could have been a, a couple of Ryder Cups Ooh, ago. It, or it wasn't for the Olympics. They did the Infinity Tour, Zoom Infinity Tour with a red heel and a flag logo on it. Mm, that I might think. have been it. Yeah, that might have been it. So, which, again, I, I like to see. It, it is such a fun thing. And, and you see people, on, like, for me, this year I didn't get to do it because we were traveling Memorial Day weekend. Memorial Day weekend, I do a whole scripting, like, based off of Red, White, and Blue. Same thing. For the July, I think he might be coming back up. We might be playing his old home course in Pandora um, while the girls possibly go to the lake. We're not sure yet, um, but it's out there in the world to, to figure out. And then um, I know I'll be dressed red, white, and blue. No, Keith will probably be too. So, and that all rhymed. I don't know why. Um, so, <laughs> it's getting late here, boys. I'm getting crazy. So, uh, yeah, I just... I'm very excited for for U.S. Open Week. I'm already very tired of the drama, though, of, of everything. I I don't like. I don't even want to like involve myself in it. I know we talked about it and all that stuff, but um, it's just tough. And I I it doesn't make it great for golf. It doesn't make it great for watching golf. But you know what? That's okay. Maybe we don't watch golf and we just go play more golf. Play more golf, guys. Like. If you're not watching on a Sunday afternoon, like that's like must see TV anymore because the tours have split or whatever. Cool. Get out there, take your buddies out, take your kids out, or just go to the range, work on your own game, live peacefully in it and enjoy what golf has to offer you. Cause it's pretty fun. It's pretty awesome. I know I'm enjoying it. I know that's why we talk about it and, and why we love it. And, and then if you're out there, show us your kicks, show us your clubs, show us your fits. And, and just, uh, you know, communicate with us and, and interact with us. We love seeing that. We'll post you on the pod, post you on Instagram. It'll be a great one. But, boys, any final thoughts as we wrap up this U.S. Open episode 19, episode 34? This is our big poppy year. This is our big poppy episode. This is David Ortiz. Is this Shaq, Shaq 34? Yeah, but he was uh, Reebok hypnosis, all shepnosis, all that good stuff, and then he, um, his own brand. But yeah, um, I would just like to voice vocally that Chowder was criminally underrepresented by all the major companies and the releases. I, I feel like Chowder, Chowder is the cuisine of Boston. Uh, the New England clan Chowder, the white, not the red. Got to be the white. White is got to be the red. So with that, uh, good to be back, everybody. And thanks for listening. Like, review, rate, and subscribe. If you can, share us with your friends, your friends, your family, and all that good stuff. And with that, I'm going to kick it to keep. Yeah, a couple good things coming this week from Nike. I hope they all release tomorrow or a couple days after. It's going to be a great, 
third major of the year, U.S. Open, lobsters, lobster, lobster. Gumby, I hope all the lobsters come to you. Yeah, I might have to get some this weekend, crack them open and have my mom make some lobster rolls or something like that because, I mean, she knows how to do it. Her dad taught her well. That was my grandfather, a uh, great lobsterman back in the day in the Cape, Cape Cod and everything like that. Mom grew up on the Cape. I have a great affinity for the Cape and, and everything on the East Coast. Um, very excited. Very cool. Again, if you want a little bit of history, you want to watch a fun movie, greatest game ever played is just so pertinent for this week. Being at Brookline, Francis, we met, all that. Maybe we'll see another amateur win this year, this week. You never know. Um, and, yeah, we'll see the lobsters out there um, out on the course. It'll be awesome. Hopefully the drop is tomorrow. Hopefully some more stuff comes out. We get all on that and um, spend your money wisely, kids. And uh, if you, again, if you are spending that money, though, reminder, become a supporter of the podcast. Uh, Anchor.fm slash the Swoosh Life podcast slash support. Trying to step up on my transitions like Matt there earlier today. Uh, But we would greatly appreciate it. All that stuff. We are back. We are getting going again. It was a nice little break. Sometimes we just need that. We might need to take that throughout the year um, and after. But We'll always come back to you guys because it's always fun and it's just great to chit chat about what we love and what we're loyal to and what we stay loyal to. So on that note, this has been the Switch Life Podcast. I'm Gumby. That's been Matt. That's been Keith. We'll see you in the next one. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Make sure to go follow us on Instagram at the Swoosh Life Podcast to stay up to date on all things Swoosh. And if you have any questions, comments, or business inquiries, please email us at theswooshlifepodcast at gmail.com. And lastly, give us a follow or review and become a supporter of the podcast at anchor.fm backslash theswooshlife backslash support. Thank you all for listening. See you in the next one. Checks over stripes, yeah. That's what I like. Yeah. That's what we like. Yeah. 